toast for the boy All the glass for the kid We the came up, never changed us Somebody look what we did Come and take a look at what I done It's a lot coming where I'm from Used to question why I had to wait Now I'm thankful that I'm feeling great So let's celebrate, let's celebrate Let's celebrate so let's celebrate, let's celebrate right now, right now, right now. So let's celebrate, let's celebrate, let's celebrate. So let's celebrate, let's celebrate right now. So yeah, man. Um, I didn't even like introduce the shit. This is like my first time doing it in this way. Like I've done podcasts before, but it's my first time doing it this way. So I haven't even really like come up with necessarily a name for it. I guess I'm gonna just call it the Jetpack Movement Podcast for now. Okay. For free thinkers. Okay. And I just want it to be conversational pieces. So I'm here with Jason Aaron, somebody who, honestly, bro, like, especially moving into where I'm moving right now in a chapter of my life, you're somebody that's definitely very inspiring to me because of the fact that you can't be boxed in. Like, if somebody asks, like, what does Jason do? Like, shit, what doesn't Jason do? You know what I'm saying? Like, in terms of creating, like, I feel like anything that you apply your mind to or your creativity to, it comes out dope and it, and it speaks to your taste. You have good taste. And um, yeah, bro, so I just wanted to talk to you and see like where you're at right now in this whole 2020 world and shit and how you've been adjusting and what type of uh, what type of inspiration you've been pulling from. Man. Wow, thank you. First yeah, off. no, for sure, <laughs> yeah. for sure. Cause, uh, to me, you know, every time, every time we uh, we talk, I think about the first time that I had any interaction with you, which was through your art first, or through your music. Uh-huh. Uh, we were driving. It was, it was me and a, a girlfriend of mine, and we were stuck in traffic. I forget where we were coming from, but it was, you know, we, we had about an hour to go, and we listened to two of your mixtapes. Okay, that's back hard. to back. That's front, hard. front, cover song, cover to cover, like, and I just thought that that was like it was like the perfect music because it was like maybe two in the afternoon, you know, like it's a perfect sunshiny day. The music is cracked. We smoking a blunt, going back and forth, and we got Jetpack Jones playing, <laughs> and it was like the perfect day because of that. Like we didn't mind the traffic or because we were listening hard. to your music. That's hard, man. Thank you. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then all. Um, and then I saw you on Instagram like the next day through a friend of a friend. It was something, it was something crazy, dude. <laughs> Where it made me reach out, and I'm, and I'm glad that I did because you know it's, it's good to be able to call like a dope artist or somebody that I actually admire musically or a friend. Man, too. I appreciate so, that, bro. So for real. yeah, I had to get that back to you. Thank you, man. <laughs> Thank you. And to answer your question, I would say that I've been reading this book called The Secret Life of Plants. Bro, Stevie Wonder's got an album called Called The Secret Life of Plants. Yes. Which I wonder, like, I got to look up which which came came first. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it'd be be really inspiring just to know that both, I don't know, like, because the book is about plants, right? And it's it's basically right now where I'm at. I'm I'm early in the book. Okay. And it's, it's these guys doing experiments on plants. Getting an understanding that um, our minds or what we think affect plants. Yes. Just at the basic. Yes. That's at the basic level, right? There's there's an effect. There's a clear, distinct effect on it, right? But it's more so about just like 
thinking in general and how the images that we project create our lives. We're in downtown LA right now, by the way, which is why there's so much authentic background noise, which I think adds to the piece. You feel me? Like, we're not in a, in a closed off environment, so yeah, so, getting all of it. Yeah, you're getting the good stuff. Right, right in the thick of things, you know, in the heart of the city. With some plants. Mm -hmm. Sit under some plants. But that's real though, man. And it's funny that you say that because I'll be I'll be out somewhere sometimes and there'll be like plants, right? Like uh -huh. ambiance. And you can tell when they're fake plants because there's no feeling coming mm -hmm. off. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Before you even get close enough to like peep and see the dust and all that other kind of shit. Right, right. You're like, yeah, that don't really feel it's like it's living. It. Yeah, 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 it doesn't yeah. feel alive. Yeah. And um, yeah, being being from a place like Southern California where there's so much like plants and wildlife and such a variety and shit like that, uh -huh. I feel like we get to have a lot of relationships with plants that we take for granted sometimes, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's dope. So, that's so real. That's so real. So yeah, it's like, so, there's this one guy, uh, Vogel. He's one of the experimenters that they talk about. One of these guys that like were just really adamant about finding different things. He's, he's like brilliant in himself. He's a creative genius. And um, he was he was teaching kids how to communicate with plants because the, the different experimenters were having trouble being able to do these experiments okay. because they wouldn't take the time to genuinely connect in a loving way to the plant. Yeah. And that was the whole part of the experiment. The experiment wouldn't work if you, you wouldn't be able to get the, the plant to pay you any attention because you're not genuinely connecting and genuinely wanting to see love mm -hmm. in the other thing. Mm -hmm. You have to become a part of the experiment. So because, because he was aware of how powerful this was, he was teaching it to kids. Because it's teaching them how to, one, just he, what he said, be good humans, be simple, good, beings right. <laughs> to each other right. you know that's what you'll learn because you'll learn how to genuinely connect with something with the next person mm -hmm. um i sounds like it requires more patience than the average communication does because a plant may not necessarily correct me if i'm wrong but mm -hmm. a plant may not necessarily respond to you immediately the way that maybe an animal or a person or something like that might. Hmm. yeah i get you i see what you mean I see what you mean. I also might want to say, like, as a, maybe to a challenge to that, maybe we just are automatic in our responses to people, mm. and we're not actually connecting. Mm. Maybe we're programmed to say certain things, or like, yes. this is what we do on autopilot. Yes. But we're not actually making that, establishing that genuine connection. Yes, or having an, an immediate answer to somebody's question. Like, in the car, when I, when I asked you, like, where would you set up a storefront? I like uh -huh. the fact that you didn't just try to answer it immediately. Like, you took time and, like, thought about it and, like, kind of probably visualized it yeah, in your head yeah, before yeah. just throwing out an answer. And I feel like we live in a society, like, you know, to add on to what you're saying, where responses are expected immediately. Do you want to do this? Yes or no? Rather than having time to, like, think about it, like, really every answer is usually a maybe instantly. Uh -huh, like, there's uh -huh. very few instant yeses or nos, I think. I think that... Uh, it's funny though that we're programmed to do that so much so that you kind of have to weigh it like in your head real quick like all right it's 60 percent yes and 40 percent no so i'm gonna just say yes you know what i mean when really like 
if you think it out a little bit longer, it might actually be a no or a healthier no than it was a yes. So, yeah, no, I, I fuck with that challenge to, to that idea. And, and you know, like, there's, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, whatever you feel is right. So if you get that right feeling in the, in the front, or, but sometimes, like, like, in the car for that example, that's a great question. That's a brilliant question. And it's a question that, like, you know, there's a lot of parts to it. And the question was, if you had a storefront, where where would you put it in the city? Where in Los Angeles would you put your storefront? Um, I don't even think it was that much. You said if you had a storefront, where would it be? Yeah, it was that simple. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it sounds like a simple question, but if you know LA County or just LA in general, like right. so many diverse areas, so exactly. many different places that you could be exactly. successful in opening up a storefront. Exactly. So romantic, I could take you on a dinner date, date. Give you a plate, maybe turn you into heavyweight. That's a no-go, no more ho hoes yet, and maybe chips. Ain't no other niggas hitting me. Got that plate out there. And books, books in general have been what's been driving me recently. Uh, just these different stories. Uh, we're reading song, Songs of Achilles right now. Uh, songs of what? Songs of Achilles. It's a book about Achilles, you know, um, and just kind of how he. It's, it's a different It's a different plot structure completely. Detroit, yeah. Detroit, yeah. oh, totally, totally different. Totally different. Man, where do you get your rings from, bro? I can never find rings that fit me that I like. Man. I've gotten I've gotten a few in downtown. That one was hard. Yeah, I've gotten a few in downtown. And it's crazy because this one, like, spiders are what I was. I guess you. I guess I would consider it my spirit animal. Okay. Do you feel like you have multiple or, or just one? I don't know, I feel like I, I, I consider this spirit animal not because like this is what I want. Like, you know, it's like, oh what's your spirit animal? And you and you kind of projecting into the animal what you right. want to be like, <laughs> what you want to feel like. Right, right. You actually have There's nothing about a spider here that yeah. I actually wanted to You didn't aspire to it, it just was no, what it was. No, 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 no. Um, 
started off when I was a kid, I was getting nightmares that spiders were crawling all over me. Um, I saw a tarantula on this guy's head, and it was like creepy to me. Um, and, then, and then every time like I'm faced with a challenge, there would be like a tiny spider that drops down and like starts to spin in front of my face. <laughs> okay. And, like, or just like appear. And then, yeah. Oh, consistently. So, so this this spider with, the, with this eye on it, it was just like I had to get it when I saw Absolutely, it. Absolutely, yeah. And then uh, uh, my girl, she got me these two. Actually, tiger's for, eye. Yeah, 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 for Father's Day. Okay. Um, that's hard. Yeah. That's dope. Speaking of which, I'm having a kid. What? Congrats, bro. <laughs> Do I have to edit that part out, or can I keep that in there? Keep it in there. All right. Hey. So, Find out anyway. Congrats, my G. Hey, thank you. Yeah. Hey, hey happy belated Father's Day, thank too. You. <laughs> <laughs> That's tight, man. Yeah. Man, you know what's crazy? Since, since Tone had kids, and I've been able to be around them and like uh-huh. watch them grow up and shit. Yeah, you, watch them grow up and shit. My perspective on kids has changed so much, bro. Like, so. Like, when, beginning of my 20s, uh-huh. I did not want kids, bro. Uh-huh. I didn't. <laughs> now, at 29, about to be 30 in uh-huh. a few months, like, that's one of the main ways that I'm living Maybe. my life. Like, thinking uh-huh. about how my daughters in the future will see me now. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. this is something that my daughters would improve of. You know what I'm right. saying? Is right. this, with the choices that you're making or what it? What it with the like, choices that I'm making, with who I am as a person, yeah. with how I carry myself, all that shit. Right. You know what right. I mean? Like, is the way that I'm speaking to myself a way that I would want to speak to my daughter? Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. So, exactly. Um, wait, is this so thing real. still recording? All right, good. It's good. Done. That's so real. I was yeah, um, man. speaking of these books, man. I'm reading. I'm also reading another book called The Twenty One Laws of, of Irrefutable Leadership okay. by this guy named John Maxwell. Okay. Bro, you always got the best book finds. I swear, bro. <laughs> Every time, man. I feel like I feel like that's. I have to do that in order to grow my mind. Word. Um, I'm gonna tell that. I'm gonna, what story do I want to tell first? I gotta tell the flea. flea. So I'm, I'm gonna come back to the to the 21 laws of leadership. Right, how sure. that kind of influenced me. But ba- basically, what I learned from that, and this what I just read, is that kids learn from example. Everybody mm-hmm. learns from example. It's not in the words I say. It's what I do. And so that's kind of where I am right now. Where it's like I'm. I have to do it. I have to whatever whatever it is that needs to be done. I have to do. There's no there's no way around it because leaders lead from the front. Yes. You know. So I'm taking that down to like the micro level with everything. You know. And uh, just keeping on. This is another thing. I, I I do a lot of book examples because I, I just feel like those are the gems because these people who wrote these books usually dedicated their whole life to that one topic. So they just did the work for me. Uh, but Vogel, when he was teaching the kids, he was also saying that uh, when we have uh, bad experiences, they become uh, muscular tension in the body. So the other thing is that I just like, again, going back into the leadership is needed by example. The litter box might be full. I might, I could go buy it several times smelling it I could get upset by the smell I could be upset that oh I did it five times in a row already why hasn't this other person I could have all these other thoughts right that 
are really just making me tense. Yeah. Or these muscles tense. Yeah. At the end of the day, somebody still has to still, deal with the litter still box. It needs yeah. to be done. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the type of that's the type of role that I'm going into. Like there, everything, every even the small stuff, I take pleasure in leading it and doing it. And like, I think that is how I'll grow the most. Yeah, for sure. You know, because, because <laughs> you know what? With that, bro, because I, I, I can feel everything you're saying right now. Like, literally feel everything you're saying because when I procrastinate on shit, I get anxiety, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel it in my body. Like, mm-hmm. I feel that tension of, like, I cannot rest. Right. Like, comfortably. Right. And feel cool about what's going on yeah. or think about the next move when I know I still got this other shit that I got to take care of, I got to handle. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, it's such a... Man, yeah, that's and it, it's crazy because these are things. A lot of times, I feel like that we know already instinctively, but we don't necessarily have the words to articulate it. Right. And once we get those words to match the instincts, right. and we're able to articulate our instincts, mm-hmm. it gives you so much more power. Mm-hmm. And yeah, bro, I feel you on that. I really feel you on that. Mm-hmm. Man. Yeah, it's so. like order of operations, bro. It's like exactly. basic math. Like you can't get to the end equation if you didn't do the first part of the shit. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, yeah. Exactly. Paid under the table From a label Move to the bay Don't label me I can't trust the label I just get high Fucking lay low And a hustle No mustard mayo Catch up on my bread though Let us meet up For a queso For a taste though So delicious With a mind like mine I might have sold the dish With a dime like mine I might have stole a bitch And with a dime like mine You might just throw a switch I'm known for this So when you feeling known for this You don't get high like vocalists And show these bitches What focus is I want you to put your mind On something so much Man the drink got time for nothing else you understand what I'm saying? You ain't got time for these bitches, bruh. You ain't got time for these issues. All you got time for is to grind. And when you get to your destination, you find the next goal and you go. Yeah, you know. And I, and I just feel like, because there's a lot of time in between auditions. So what do you do with that time and how do you become better outside of classes? Well, who wants to see a, a, a show or movie about nothing? You know what I mean? Because, like, in yeah. action, what is in action? You just yeah. say, like, procrastination or, like, whatever it is, like, not doing the thing prevents the movie from happening. Exactly. Who wants to watch you exactly. walk by the litter box? That's not fun. Bro, and it's wild that you, <laughs> that you framed it in that way, too, because especially when I was, like, more engulfed in music, when I was focused on being an artist in that way, uh-huh. I looked at my life like as different things it's like okay this is gonna be a scene in a movie at some point so how am i gonna live right, out right. this scene you know right. what i mean am i gonna like do the bare minimum am i gonna go hard like yeah, yeah, am, what yeah, am i gonna yeah. do yeah, you know yeah. this is uh we <laughs> this is one of the jokes with my girl i had this notebook this random notebook mm-hmm. that i just like found like 
you know, we were throwing shit out. Right. And this notebook had only one thing written in big block letters on the front page. It was in my handwriting. That I don't remember when I wrote this shit at all, but it said, rule number one, be dramatic. <laughs> Yo. And so, and so since then, that's kind of like, we use it as a joke, but also like inspiration. Like, you know, yeah. on one thing it's like, all right, if somebody's like, like, you know, being dramatic or something like that, like over something that's small, yeah. like on oh, rule number one, like as a, as a lab, but, but also like when we're doing something that is like the simple task, mm-hmm. that's what we do. We do it with that mind. Like, you know, we try yeah. to encourage each other with that. Like do your best right. at this. Like do it as, as best and as fly as you possibly yeah, can. Yeah, like make it look good. Make it look yeah, good. Yeah, make that shit look <laughs> good. Know? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> if you're going to quit your job, do that right, shit theatrically. Right, you feel me? Right, <laughs> like, right, right. <laughs> yeah. Go out with yeah, a bang or legendary. come in with a bang, all that. Legendary. Yeah. Legendary, man. Absolutely. But like, whatever that means for you, you know, like. And I feel like also that doesn't mean, like you said, doing it, whatever it means for you, it doesn't mean like causing a scene everywhere you exactly. go. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, it means just allowing yourself to be seen. Exactly. So, or be the scene, however right. you want to phrase it. Right. But yeah, man, that's, that's tight. Yeah. So. <laughs> Rule number one. You know, yeah, we, we've had, we've had plenty of conversations, man. You know, like, I, I, I was battling depression, I think, around the time when we first met. Like, um, uh, having gone through what I would call traumatic experiences, you know, everybody everybody understands those things. And so uh, to, to see how things like reading books or or having conversations like this with you or whatever it is um, have increased my 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 baseline mood. You know? Yeah. And, and it's and it's keeping on going, you know. So like that's why I never stop um, being or, or seeking to be self aware. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Because like the, there's there's aspects of myself that you know um, weren't aligned with who I said that I wanted to be. And I have the power to fix it if I'm aware, if, if right. I'm willing to like really ask those hard questions about myself. But I am because I want to grow and I want to get those things. Accountability so, leads to growth. Oh my yeah. god! Absolutely, Boy. man. Like accountability. Yeah, and sometimes accountability even means just being okay with like some of the shit that you did before. <laughs> yeah, like, yo, yeah, I can't yeah, go yeah. back and undo that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let me like move forward and be better the next time and forgive myself for the fuck ups. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I think that's where, because I've experienced that shit too, and I think that's where like depression can set in at. Because right. it's right. a lot of times like looking at shit you did before and not forgiving yourself because at the end of the day like if there were other people involved in the situation that's their job to forgive you like you don't have any control over that as long as you've taken accountability right forgiving yourself is your job right exactly so you have to like yeah you gotta get the story yeah change exactly change Change your perspective because that's really what it is it's like all in how we look at things and that it's either our liberation or our mental boxes. Yeah. And, and, that, and that reminds me of the, the, the story, uh, the story that I heard about um, the flea lid experiment. The flea lid? Yeah. I think we've talked, about, we talked this about this before. before yeah, right? yeah. I want to explain this again, yeah. like, just even for myself, hearing it. <laughs> it's like, the, these scientists, 
they wanted to run a test on fleas. So they got a jar, clear jar that you can see through, right? They put like a bunch low, like a hundred fleas in this, in this pretty relatively small jar. Now fleas, they, fleas jump. You yeah. know, you've seen them before. They could jump 300 times their own size. Bounce. So they could see, yeah, <laughs> E Jordan type shit. You know, air like, fleas, bro. Air fleas, bro. <laughs> they could easily, easily jump out of these jars. Yeah. So what the what the scientists decided to do was they decided to put a lid on top of the jar so that the fleas could no longer get out. So hour or two goes by, the scientists come back. The fleas are jumping and they're hitting their heads on the top of the, the lid. Yeah. Coming back five hours later, still doing, still jumping, still hitting their heads, right? right. Now eventually, say 12 hours go by, scientists come back and they look and now the fleas have finally figured out that, you know, they should stop doing that and started jumping just below the surface so that the they lid, don't hit their head so that basically. they don't hit their heads yeah. <laughs> right scientists let it sit for a little bit longer 16 hours what happens is they take the lid off now the fleas that once were able to jump way higher than the surface of the the lid of the jar right will no longer jump out of the jar. Right. Right? They'll only be able to jump as high as just below the surface of the lid right. forever for the remainder of their lives. Because they've trained themselves. They've trained that. themselves. Yeah. And then not only that, their offspring will never be able to jump. Because it's in their DNA. Because it's in their DNA. Yeah. They're, they're permanently set. That's wild. So apply that to just the way that we limit ourselves as In perspectives. Beings. It's our perspectives yeah. on things. Yeah. And that's, the, and that's the hardest thing to become aware of or be self-aware is how our outlooks on things could be the things that, could be the very things that are holding us back. From Oftentimes, I would say like 95% 99, of the time. Yeah, 99, yeah maybe, maybe even more 49. than 99. <laughs> yeah. It's usually that, man. Like the universe is mental first. It starts yeah. mental. Yeah. At least that's the way that I see it. I, right. I feel like... It starts with how you think. Right. And then from there, everything else follows. Right. So, you know, one of the things that uh, has really helped me to, like, challenge my perspective is learning Chinese. Oh. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Reading and writing? Yeah. I've been doing, not writing too much yet. Okay. I've been mostly, like, reading and saying and speaking. But, like, I'm only doing it. I'm only doing it through Duolingo. Duolingo is it's yeah, tight. So I'm learning French. Yeah, it's tight. Don't get me wrong, but I need uh, somebody to speak it to. Yeah, okay, yeah. So when I go tap in with Graf in China, like uh-huh. whenever you know this whole virus shit clear up and everything, I want to challenge myself to like speak Chinese the whole time right. on there. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, because that shit, it's fun, bro. Is it Mandarin? There's yeah, Mandarin. Mandarin. Yeah, yeah. That shit is fun, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. And um, yeah, and doing that though, it challenges you to like look at things different. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like. I can't even explain how exactly. Right. But it's a different way of thinking. It's man. a complete different way of thinking. Even the way that like your last name is before your first name when somebody's addressing you type shit. Like it's completely flipped wow. in a lot of ways. So yeah, it's tight. And look at that, just that alone, how much more uh, family is valued just in the way the language is set up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? 
Wow, I didn't even think about that. Did not think about that yeah. as like a factor to the reason right. being, but yeah. But you know, it's also different though, I feel like when you're coming from a country where everybody's the same ethnicity. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like America is so different in that way, in that like, yeah. you know. The, the melting pot. Yeah, the people that are actually native to this land, you can, it's harder to find them than anybody yeah, else. Yeah. <laughs> Versus if you go to China, like, you got to really search for somebody that's not Chinese. Right. Like, and they stick out like a sore thumb. <laughs> so, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but yeah, this has been a dope yeah, combo, bro. Yeah, it's a great, it's a great day. How long have you been talking? About 26 minutes? Uh-huh. I feel like that's a good time, like. Uh-huh. I feel like uh-huh. that's good. We, uh-huh. Unless, is there anything else you want to tap into? Uh-huh. I want to thank you, bro, because this is my first one doing it like this. Like, uh-huh. I did the Bud Sesh podcast uh-huh. with Spencer, like the cannabis thing, and it was like a setup and all that, so yeah. it was different. This is like something that I just had the idea of doing, right. and I just wanted to tap in with people that I felt would have interesting conversations, and you were one of the first people I thought of, bro. Yeah, so, I appreciate that. Bro. Yeah, you were legit my first guest, so hey, whatever this turns hey, into, bro, hey. this is history right here, <laughs> man. Yeah, and we got the baby announcement on tape, bro. Baby like announcement. That's yes. crazy, man. It's coming. <laughs> That's Coming awesome. Soon. That's awesome. About to drop a baby. <laughs> Stay New tuned baby for that. Dropping New soon. baby dropping soon. Bam, 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 bam. <laughs> Send y'all the album cover. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, Thank right, bro. you, bro. Yeah. Sure. Yes, sure. No doubt. Peace. Hey, you need 2020 vision just to see what I'm spitting. I'm good on hosts who don't listen, penny pinch for extensions. I ain't out here just fishing, only got good intentions to gather all those in prison, then break them out of the system. Okay. But in my own way, let y'all fall back, need Rogaine. Can't tell me that you real. I'ma need you to show me. You stuck on hoes, man. Got no class like a snow day. You think you out your pimpin', she got you hooked like the dope, man. Young wavy nigga, watch your step, I've been drippin'. I play my feet like I got cleats, ain't got no time to be slippin'. I stop wasting time trippin', found more time to get twisted. I keep it G, don't trip on me, just walk it out like you crippin'. I see no difference in the void that we missin'. People's envisions of our family good living Only see robbing and killing, disrespecting our women They turn brother against brother, they turn women to villains And they take from our children, wonder why they be flipping I'm just covering all corners, yeah boy I play my position Paying back my tuition, boy you don't feel me, I'm spitting Too much to grasp, you can't get it, my line's got 540 pivot Ooh. That 2020 vision, my niggas ain't tripping Three eyes with the vision, stop looking, listen Stop looking, listen. Stop looking, listen. Hey, you need 2020 vision. Just to see what I'm spitting. I'm good on. Stop looking, listen. Stop looking, listen. Stop looking, listen.